fellas. This is coming together nicely. I might actually spend some time out here now. With some fucking clothes on? Not my forte. Unfortunate. He brings us sustenance while we're hard at work, Katie. That's what I appreciate about you. Is that what you appreciate about me? Oh, easy, squirrely, damn. Thank it's you. It's just as hard way. There, I said it. I said it. I regret nothing. I regret nothing. Too fat to run. Welcome in, everybody. It is your boy, D-Roy, at RoyDog underscore 13, R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. It is Monday morning. It is always the end of week two. <clears throat> we only have the Browns and the Jets left to go for this week. And I thought we'd do a little quick recap, uh, go through the article, and see what was hitting, what missed. Uh, maybe some stuff that we can take a look at for the future. Um, I was going to actually go game by game and kind of go through here. Um, but I think I'm just going to go through the article this week. If you guys want me to do more of a game by game type uh, look through, uh, just let me know. Hit me up uh, either on Twitter or through the uh, full-time DFS Slack chat. Uh, good week for me, uh, personally. Uh, all my cash games hit across the board. Uh, didn't do so well on GPPs except for uh, the fantasy draft site. Uh, I'll go through that and break down the lineup after I go through the article itself. So <clears throat> I'm a little bit limited on time this morning, but I wanted to make sure I got through here, so I'm hoping I can keep this roughly about half an hour. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we're going to start at the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, obvious, obviously freaking hit um, against the Oakland Raiders. I uh, was pretty sure that this was uh, nothing but going to be a good play against a weak Raiders uh, secondary. Uh, threw for 443 yards and four touchdowns. So he definitely overcame his value. 
Um, it was just whether or not you could fit other pieces with him in your cash game lineups. <clears throat> um, and that was kind of that was kind of the issue whether or not you could find it. Now we did have a lot of value wide receivers that went off, um, or at least not the top end guys that we needed. Uh, running backs we actually didn't need all that much either, um, since the Alvin Kamara uh, for the Saints fail, not by his own accord, but with Drew Brees. Uh, injuring his thumb, you know, and, and shit happens. So, um, sucks. They still stick by that play as well. Uh, Jared Goff didn't really do much now on DraftKings. He would have just probably skated his value at 5,900. Um, but other than that, wasn't looking really too pretty. The Rams offense is still kind of stagnant. Now, it did show signs of life late um, with Cooper Cup, who finished with uh, five receptions for 120 yards. Jared Goff himself was 283 yards passing and a touchdown. And we did get a touchdown by Todd Gurley. Still not really running at full strength. He's finishing just under four yards per carry. Uh, we keep an eye on there. Uh, the creme de la creme, though, was Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. Cheap across the board. Um, pull up the stats here. Uh, 253 yards and a touchdown. Also had a rushing touchdown and a few yards there. Uh, so Josh Allen was definitely the best guy for cash on the cheap end. GPP, Ben Roethlisberger. <sighs> tanked it. Completely fucking tanked it. Um, the Raiders... We had Derek Carr. I'm going to try and pull up him real quick here. My computer went. Yeah, 198 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. And that's what I warned about that it's quite possible that he was going to tank um, in a pressure situation like this. It's a tough team that I actually have to go against and keep up with. Uh, Sunday Night Football Options, Carson Wentz, just, wow. Uh, there's a shit ton of injuries now for the Eagles that we have to pay attention to. Um, I'll deal with uh, waiver wire stuff tomorrow morning. Um, but the Eagles are in a bit of, bit of a pickle with uh, injuries that they suffered last night. Just really not good. Um, Matt Ryan, on the other hand, had enough yards, uh, 320 yards and three touchdowns. Did have the three interceptions, um, but did not affect him uh, that greatly. I'll get into when I go through uh, Yahoo and Fantasy Draft. There's something that I have noticed um, last night about the slate as far as construction. Running back, Alvin Kamara fail. Um, sucks. Not by his own volition. Uh, like I said, Drew Brees hurting his thumb. Teddy Bridgewater coming in. Uh, really killed any piece that you had uh, of the New Orleans offense. So, Derrick Henry. 
Uh, slight fail, uh, but he did he did get a touchdown. Uh, he had 80 yards. He finished about like 15, 15 points on FanDuel and Yahoo. Um, so it wasn't a complete shit show, just not what we were hoping for. Mark Ingram fail. Just kept spreading the ball around. They were, it seems, resting him a bit with the shoulder, which was a worry. Um, but with him practicing on Thursday and Friday, I didn't think uh, we were going to have that big of an issue. Lamar Jackson took most of the rushing yards uh, away from everybody because he had 120 yards. So I still stick by the call. Even though it failed, it was a good it was a good call nonetheless. Carry on Johnson. Um, I'm gonna actually take a win on that one just for the cheap value that he had. Austin Eckler did do a better job on the other side. Eckler was the last minute cut. Uh Carry on Johnson, forty one yards rushing, um, but did have two receptions for forty seven yards and a touchdown. So <clears throat> Getting the value there, definitely a payoff in other areas was well needed. Giovanni Bernard, we don't need to talk about because Mixon played, so nobody should have uh, played him whatsoever. Adrian Peterson uh, was uh, kind of a, I don't want to say a wash. I don't want to say it was a win or a fail, but definitely if he needed space and used it at the, at the running back position, um, he did come through. Now, I did take a look between him and Chris Thompson. I kind of like both, but the way that I looked at it was Washington was going to keep the ball more on the ground, uh, giving more rope to Peterson. Uh, definitely was a better value on DraftKings, where he was 3,400, had 25 yards rushing, which sucked for two and a half you know, yards per carry, but he had a touchdown, which was the big thing. Um, and then had two receptions for seven yards, so he got 2.7 on full point PPR sites uh, with the two and a half points for the yardage and the touchdown, so he got you roughly around 10, which was good. Uh, GPP, Saquon Barkley. Mm. He was okay. Um, I mean, definitely for what people were missing on um, at the running back position, it seems like throughout the industry, uh, if he had Saquon, it wasn't going to kill you. It was something stable at the very least. God, my computer's going slow here. Um, I'll get his... Stats here in a second. Zeke Elliott had 111 yards rushing, or total yards, and a touchdown. Um, not the greatest, but he's kind of in the same boat as what uh, Barkley was. He didn't he didn't hurt you, um, but he didn't necessarily completely help you, and that was the problem. Saquon Barkley, 170 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, let's see if I can pull up his. Three catches for 28 yards. So better than he was a better play than Bar uh, at Zeke. The only problem is that he had to pay a bit more for him. 
So it depended upon your line of construction on there. Uh, Sony Michelle, uh, cheap option. Uh, he actually got the ball and he got a touchdown. So, like I said, it was kind of a crapshoot at running back this week. Um, he actually came through 40, 85, 85 yards and a touchdown on the ground, over four yards of carry. Uh, definitely saw the bulk of the workload as Rex Burkhead was the next highest uh, running back with any carries with five. Um, but they didn't utilize him in the passing game, not that they needed to. Josh Jacobs and Jalen Richard. This is the one I need to look at. Now, definitely if you're playing in DraftKings, you're disappointed with Jacobs just in the plain simple fact that you got mostly all rushing. I believe it actually was all rushing. And the shitty part on that whole thing was he was like one yard short of a 100-yard bonus. Yeah. 12 carries, 99 yards. Very good. It's just too bad they got really out. Um, not outplayed, but uh, I mean, Kansas City just got up so quickly in that second period or second quarter that it pretty much was playing for catch up from behind. Jalen Richard didn't do much of anything else either, um, which is something that we need to pay attention to. So Jacobs is going to definitely get the carries. And it, but it doesn't look like they're going to utilize Richard too much in the passing game if they fall behind. It's going to mostly fall to Darren Waller and, and Tyrell Williams. Those are the two pieces. Now, Hunter Renfro did get involved this week, four catches for 30 yards, but he's still a rookie. Um, but if we do end up seeing some kind of a good matchup with the slot for the Raiders, uh, he's definitely an option to use. Miles Sanders on the late slate. Failure. Um, didn't use him in cash. I used him in GPP. That was a fail. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, not the best day. Um, but Mason Rudolph pretty much helped when he came in for Roethlisberger's injured elbow. Um, at least recouped some of the value, and that's what you have to look at. At least he did something um, and didn't put a zero in your lineup. So it wasn't the best play, per se, from the wide receiver spot because you were paying up, but he didn't kill you. Now, if you use Dante Moncrief, on the other hand, fuck that guy. He's done. He's done. After one time in my article, he is done. It, if he's on your fucking seasonal team, just fucking cut him. He's hot garbage. Uh, Sammy Watkins. Uh, fail. <clears throat> that was the worry. Um, and the funny part is, like, I actually didn't write anything about Watkins and went straight to Hardman, uh, who did come through uh, in his value and could have actually exploded through value as uh, LaShawn McCoy decided to uh, get a penalty on a 72-yard um uh, touchdown pass from Mahomes to uh, Hardman, uh, which would have only boosted our Mahomes lineups um, and everywhere that you have Nicole Hardman. I went 100% Hardman. I went all in. I said, fuck it. I said, this is what I see. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, Demarcus Robinson was 
the benefactor this week with six receptions for 172 yards and two TDs. Carmen and Slack joked, you know, hey, why didn't she give us that deep sleeper? After I said, I kind of looked at, I kind of had looked at Robinson. Problem is, anybody on Kansas City Chiefs, you can actually put in a lineup um, and mix and match. The problem is, I can't write it up like that. If I write everybody, if I write every guy on the team, you know, and we're talking from like studs to studs to the part-time guys. You're going to kill me because I gave you too many choices. It's hard, especially when you get like the Falcons, when you got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu. Um, that's about the extent of it is going three on there. Um, I had a lot of love for uh, Travis Kelsey in this game, which is why I didn't include Robinson whatsoever. Um just because I, I figured that the volume was going to go to Kelsey and probably Watkins and Hardman, and I wanted to take a wait-and-see approach on Robinson. Now we're a week late. Now watch Robinson's ownership go through the fucking roof, um, which is something that we can take advantage of uh, for week three. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, got it right at the end, and he got screwed out of a touchdown, so it would have been even more. So if you just missed the cut line in cash, um, the rest fuck you on that one. Kenny Galladay. I did not put any Kenny Galladay in my lineups because I went with uh, on Johnson. Uh, was a mistake um, a little bit because in cash, I won't run two guys off the same team unless it's a quarterback wide receiver. Uh, maybe every once in a while, I'll just take a quarterback and a running back just to kind of cover all the angles on the team. Um, Kenny Galladay, eight receptions, 117 yards, and a touchdown. That's the Kenny Galladay that we all know and love. So that's a guy that we need to pay attention to because um, Stafford is looking towards him. Um, he is his number one guy uh, from you know, over uh, Marvin Jones and Danny Amendola and even TJ Hawkinson. Josh Gordon fail. Look, he had the best matchup. They got ahead. They wanted to feed Antonio Brown. It sucks. Antonio Brown actually missed the cut on my write up as well, but he was so high priced that that's why I didn't include him. Uh, Tyler Boyd hit. For the Cincinnati Bengals, 10 receptions, 122 yards in a full site PPR. That is 22 to 24 points because you get the bonus. For his value, he was dirt cheap everywhere and was definitely a guy that I wanted to get included this week. Tyrell Williams uh, hit. Uh, i got to go back to the Raiders game, actually. Um, and I might as well leave it in here. Uh, Tyro Williams, uh, five receptions, 46 yards, and got the touchdown, uh, especially at his value on DK, where he was 4,400. That was plenty enough uh, to get to get his value and plus. So he almost hit he almost hit 4x 
uh, this week, which is good. Um, I have Tyrell Williams in seasonal. I said, you know, hey, Tyrell, Tyrell's sitting out there. Go ahead and pick him up, spend the money on it. Uh, Zay Jones, nothing. Uh, we can move on from there. Oh, sucks. You know what's going to happen. Zay Jones is going to fucking hit next week. Uh, this fucking Isaiah McKenzie cat just always fucks shit up. Uh, Michael Thomas uh, did not hit. Again, we go back to Drew Brees. I think that's all well Boyd, no, no. Oh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, that is Jared Goss. Only touchdown pass was to Brandon Cooks. Pull up the box score here. Um, pull it up. Yep. Three for 74 and a touchdown. So that would have gotten you 16 points. Yeah, he's not. He's not really a. He's not really a win. He's kind of. Uh, he's a little bit of a loss, but he wouldn't have killed your lineup anyways. Um, in that spot, I just wanted to pay down a little bit for Cup and for Tyler Boyd uh, to fit my running backs in, which is okay. We kind of like those mid to low wide receivers, so don't be afraid. Pay down. Um, John Brown. Again, McKenzie got him, uh, just like Zay Jones. So it's it's very, very tough when you're doing some of these teams that have multiple wide receivers, you know, kind of like Kansas City. Um, Buffalo has a bunch of flyers on there. Number one, of course, is going to be John Brown every week. Um for the team, but then you got Cole Beasley underneath, and that's kind of how they do it. They kind of like to send their guys out on the outside, leaving it open around the middle for guys like Beasley, um, stupid tight end, you know, like Lee Smith and shit like that, which is garbage. Um, but Isaiah McKenzie really kind of stole the show. Actually, John Brown didn't do too bad. Um, seven catches for 72 yards. Um, still would have liked a little bit more. On DK, he would have been a really good, he would have been fine because it was 5,200, so he just missed value of 3X on there. And that's okay. Uh, James Washington, uh, fail. He only had two receptions. Didn't do anything with it. Will Fuller, fail. Don't know what was going on with Houston either. They were lackadaisical just from the plain simple fact of um, playing on Monday night, which is, is a possibility um, that they just weren't up for this game. They had left everything on the table for the for the Saints in that loss, uh, but they did pull out the win in the end. So, and they did have a little bit of love for the Houston defense in that game with Gardner Minshew. Uh, we need to pay attention to Gardner Minshew because he's actually not that bad. Um, just kind of getting off track here. Uh, he was 23 for 33, 213 yards and a touchdown. It's not bad. Um, Carlos Hyde also had 20 carries for 90 yards. Uh, he vastly outtouched Duke Johnson. So if Carlos Hyde is still sitting on your waiver wire, actually, while we're sitting here, go pick him up. 
because it looks like the Houston Texans really want to utilize him. Uh, Sunday Night Football options, Alshon Jeffrey injured, Deshaun Jackson injured before they could even secure a point. Julio Jones, winner. Calvin Ridley, winner. Um, really, really high on both guys. And I even mentioned it in the chat last night after the, uh, the late afternoon games were getting done. You had Julio Jones go five for 106, two touchdowns. Um, and then you had Calvin Ridley go eight for 105 and a touchdown in the zone. So <clears throat> those are going to be your two main guys you're going to want to look at every week for Atlanta. I don't give a shit about anything else. I do like Hooper. Hooper will always be like a cheap tight end option. So if he gets in a good, if he gets in the green zone on that spreadsheet, um, Hooper's usually pretty good um, as kind of the more one-off. Uh, Sanu's not going to do much. Like I said, you, you get off the reservation with Sanu um, if one of the other two are in a little bit tougher matchups <clears throat> just because you're looking for that cheap touchdown out of him. Um, but yeah, so two top options, uh, always, if you're doing your Matt Ryan stacks, just go with Julio Jones or Ridley, um, unless you want to put in Hooper. Uh, tight ends, Travis Kelsey hit, uh, he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. So, um, there's nothing really much to say. Travis Kelsey is going to be pretty much an option Every single week, he is the best tight end in the National Football League, in my opinion. So, he's always an option. Evan Ingram failed. That's uh, that's on the Giants. They fucked that one up. Uh, they fucked that up royally. I don't know why he wasn't getting targeted. He started getting targeted late, but, it, I mean, it was, it was really, it was too little too late. So, Mark Andrews went over 100, got a touchdown. Definitely secured his value there. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Now, I did mention the only reason Hawkinson was listed was because of his DK price if you need value. So you should not have been using him on any other site because he was priced way too fucking high. Um, he's not a top 10 tight end yet, so he should not be priced like that. Uh, Darren Waller. Actually hit value. I uh, went. I believe it was five for fifty-six, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not gonna be able to see it. So, yeah, five for fifty-six. Uh, George Kittle, uh, I believe, failed. I don't know. I know he didn't get a touchdown, so he needed the yardage, but I don't believe he got it. Um, yeah, three for fifty-four. Sucks. He was in a good, really, really good spot, but then he. Got the uh, Debo Samuel. We need to pay attention to that. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. Henry Heap Wostert. Got all three of Jimmy G's. Um, touchdown pass. This is actually a good call by Runner. Um, over full time uh, with, with the San Francisco stack. Uh, Matt Breida actually got screwed in there. He was 12 carries for 121 yards. So a 10-yard per carry average, no touchdowns. Um, 
which just blows because you had Jeff Wilson in there who rushes it 10 times for 34 yards at a 3.4 clip but gets the two touchdowns. Raheem Mostert actually had a good day too with 13 carries, 83 yards for a 6 and 6.4 yards per carry. So Bengals are definitely uh, somebody that we're going to be able to run on, which is nice because uh, we didn't know uh, last week from Carson, so now we do have the trend that they are getting beat around. Uh, Vance McDonald hit big time, uh, but not by Ben Roethlisberger, which sucks because he probably used Vance McDonald only in a Big Ben stack. Um, it's definitely what I did. Uh, now, I did actually have a Ben Roethlisberger lineup hit because um, I had Vance McDonald and Juju in one. Um, I separated it among uh, uh, a couple of the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, pass catchers. But, uh, yeah, overall, Steelers failed. I don't want to see Mason Rudolph again this next week, see if he can keep it up. Uh, Sunday Night Football options, Zach Ertz and Austin Hooper. Uh, Ertz, Ertz did well only because he didn't have a lot of other options fighting with him. So, I mean, Nelson Aguilar got the touchdown, eight receptions, 170 yards, and then Zach Ertz was eight for 72. So don't buy too much into Nelson Aguilar um, unless we see that uh, Jeffrey and Jackson are out for, like, say, next week. Then we'll keep them as an option. Uh, defenses. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, really, really sucks. Because I did list them in cash, and then the next morning when I woke up, I and I had even said it to Eric and chat, I said, because it was up between... For the payoffs, it was between them and the New England Patriots. And I said, I worry about the Ravens because they have a lot of secondary injuries um, going against the Arizona Cardinals who want to fling it. So I'd rather, if to, I'd rather pay up on a couple of sites or just completely go down to Patriots versus, you know, and pivot right off the Ravens to the New England Patriots. And as everybody knows, the Patriots had two interception returns for a touchdown plus shutout. So you did, I believe, you actually got a shutout bonus. Um, I believe that was DK and Fancy Draft, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, it... New England was a lot lower owned than what I expected. Um, but we definitely now, I think, if you did not cash because of the defense, whoever's playing the Miami Dolphins is going to be a cash option. Now, there will be some kind of, I don't want to say regression, but uh, Miami's going to score on somebody. This isn't going to completely fucking keep going on week to week. So, but I really do like him. And uh, um, 
I would really like the option of taking whatever team is facing Miami Dolphins and kind of running with it until it fails. Um, that's really kind of how I look at it. Um, sucker for the Bills Mafia. Uh, they didn't do too bad, at least from the scoring aspect. Um, definitely on Yahoo, if you just paid down for the Buffalo Bills, that was probably the better option versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Then I also had written up who got just torn apart by Russell Wilson. Um, Pittsburgh's definitely a defense that uh, as long as this offense is failing, the defense is going to fail. I don't think it's all based on the defense itself alone. It's based off the team as a whole that's really killing uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Houston, Texas didn't do too bad. uh, Was probably the best on DK where they have the 16th highest uh, 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 16th highest price defense versus, you know, top three, top two on the other three sites. Uh, Denver Broncos, ugh, ugh. It was really a mix. It was really a choice between um, the Bears and Broncos, and they just kind of chose the wrong side, although, I, you know what, neither... Neither defense really did all that much to really validate um, using it this last week. So there we go. Uh, like I said, we'll get through some of the um, uh, uh, waiver wire stuff tomorrow. Um, I'm just going to go through my lineup. Lineups on all four sites. Oh, breaking news. Ben Roethlisberger will undergo elbow surgery and miss the remainder of the season. Uh, go get Mason Rudolph right now. Go ahead and put in your waiver bids on um, any of your site, any of your any of your places that you're playing. Two uh, QB or uh, uh, Superflex. We're gonna get him. Because he looked really, really good in a tough situation. So, uh, okay, gonna start on FanDuel. Go to Yahoo, then DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft. So we'll start with the two half-point PPR sites. You will notice that that most of these are gonna be similar lineups, but this is kind of how I want you to construct your cash lineups. Okay. So, Josh Allen. Six percent owned in cash, um, at least in this in this one. So it doesn't vary too much um, with the ownerships. So we'll stick with that. Uh, Twenty-two point two two points. Uh, went with running back Derrick Henry. I got to get moving on here, so I'm going to try to do run through this as much as possible. Went with Derrick Henry. Sixteen point three points at ten percent owned. Carry on Johnson. Four percent owned at fifteen point eight. That's a big thing. Um, getting lower ownership on here, which was really surprising based on the price, um, but it was offsetting a lot of the guys that uh, some of the other players were going with, um, which didn't, you know, explode this week, right? So, I'm using a 4% guy, they're using a 30, a 30, a 35, 40% guy, so it's really offsetting. Miko Hardman was 25% on on in this one, uh, I've seen him as low as 5% owned on there. Uh, 4.7 salary. Uh, 
14.1. So he went for a three three X this week uh, for a nice little value play. Tyler Boyd, 17.2 at 41% owned. That was one of my three highest owned guys. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, 17% owned, 10.9. was a fail, but didn't kill. Didn't have a zero. Darren Waller, 46% owned, 9.3 at a 5.4. So he was slight... You know, you want to get that two and a half X. Um, but again, didn't kill it, allowed me to fit other stuff in there. Alvin Kamara was the big one, 69% owned, only put in 6.5 points. Um, and then we had the New England Patriots, which was really low owned, um, especially in cash at 15%, for 37 points. Oh, Fandu does do a shutout bonus. Seven points per shutout bonus. Four interceptions. Yep. Okay. So that lineup ended up finishing at 149.32. That's way above where we want to be at the 125 and the 130, uh, which is your general cash line. Uh, cash lines were down uh, this week because there were a lot of the chalk loss. Um, and I was surprisingly using guys that weren't as highly owned. Now, Josh Allen was a little bit uh, higher owned on Yahoo. He was 13%. Uh, Carrie Ann Johnson was lower, though, at 2%. Um, and actually got a 15.8 um, here. We have a, oh, okay, yeah. I don't know how to uh, Use Mark Ingram because he's a little bit cheaper than Derrick Henry, uh, which kind of sucked. It's 8% owned, 8.7 points, 20% owned. Juju Schuster, uh, 6.6% owned Tyler Boyd, 17.2. Nicole Hardman dropped again, dropped down here at 9%. He was uh, min value at $10 on Yahoo. Uh, that's what, I mean, you, you have to find a $10 guy sometimes, especially if you want to uh, pay up for your big guys, 14.1. Uh, Darren Waller was 53% owned. And then Alvin Kamara was 49% owned. Uh, and then the Patriots were 7% owned. That was 37. Uh, that lineup finished at 141.72. So a little bit lower, uh, but still finished well above the cash line. Uh, moving on to DK, the full point PPR site. Now see here, this is a little bit different. Josh Allen was 41.9% owned. So he was definitely a guy that you wanted to own if, um, across the board. Uh, Derrick Henry, 4.8% owned, 17.3 points, so a little bit higher here. Uh, Mark Ingram, 9.7 uh, at 8.9. Tyler Boyd was still 5.7, and he got 25.2, so he well exceeded the value. Nicole Hardman, 4.8, 60.1, way over value. Cooper Cup, 13.7, finished at 20.6. Uh, DK, Finish with the value. Darren Waller, 69.3 uh, at 12.3 points. Al Kamara, 68.5 at 7 points. And then again, Patriots, 5.7 at 37, uh, which finished with a 167.42, uh, which is about 7 points higher than what my usual goal is. Usually you want to hit a 150. I'm trying to hit 160. I got a 167. Perfect lineup. Uh, finished in the top five. Um, on the pay line here. Yeah, the pay line was down 
Rob 134 in this one, and that's pretty close to everywhere else. Um, fantasy draft. Uh, use Josh Allen. Now, Yahoo and Fantasy Draft, you do have to deal with the late night games and whether or not you want to include them. So pay attention here. Josh Allen at 9% owned, 22.2. Mark Ingram, 5% owned, 9.7. Derrick Henry, 7% owned at 17.3. Wide receivers. Julio Jones at 16%, 30.6. Cooper Cup at 11%, 20.6. Darren Waller, 75% on the 12.3. Carrying it. Now, you get, remember, you get the two flex options. So in cash, I've been trying just fit four running backs in there right now if I can. If I can't do it, then I'll put a wide receiver or maybe a tight end in the second flex. Uh, use Carrion Johnson, 2% owned at 16.8. And then Alvin Kamara, 93% owned at 7 points. Um, and New England Patriots defense, 7% owned at 37 points. Uh, this lineup finished at a 173.52. Uh, was definitely the best of all four. Um, but he, but notice what I did differently on this one compared to Yahoo was I was actually able to pay up for Julio Jones. Julio Jones was super expensive on um, Yahoo, so I didn't force him in there. Um, but it was definitely somebody that I wanted to look at because of the history against Philadelphia Eagles, and guess what? It's continuing. So... One thing is one of the things that came up in chat. Holy crap! I'm running over, um, but I wanted to include this real quick. One of the things that came up in chat was um, uh, Eric in chat was talking about how he had switched out the Nicole Hardman for um, Tyrell Williams because he wanted to go for the block since he was ahead. That's why I left Elvin Kamara in my lineup um, because I did have such an advantage uh, going into the late games. Um, I was well above the cash line before be, before those second set of games hit because of the New England Patriots um, defense. So what you really need to look at is if you're falling way below the line and you know that you're using chalkier guys, from the late matchups, you need to switch them up and try to find lower owned guys to try and boost your cash lineup above the board. Not just let it sit there. Unless you're way ahead and then you know you have the pieces in place like a Cooper Cup, uh, like a Camara, especially Darren Waller this week. Um, and then you knew, and then of course, um, the Julio Jones thing for me, but um, you need to switch them out if you're way behind, way behind. I'm saying way behind. Not if you're like right at the right at the cut line and you still have guys going. We're talking way behind. So if you're like 30, 40 points, you know, depending upon too how many players you've got. Now, I mean, if you're using a whole mess load of guys. Um, you know, if you, like three quarters of your team is in the late games, that's a little bit different. But we're talking like one or two pieces here um, that you're going to want to go for 
you're going to want to try and switch out and try to catch lightning in a bottle. Otherwise, if you are ahead, um, go ahead and just don't mess with it. Uh, especially if you get a guy like Camaro, which was 90, like, I knew he was going to be higher on that, 93% on. But um, I left, like I said, I left them in just kind of a block because if they do go off, then you're going up, you know, and they can't they can't get their lineups above you. So that's one thing to look at. Uh, Yahoo and Fantasy Draft. The reason why I'm including the late-game stuff um, for the Sundays because it, those contests are still utilizing those players. What have I noticed um, from this? A lot of people are not focusing on that late game. FanDuel and DraftKings used to include that late game, and they don't anymore. And a couple of years ago, they took it away. So Yahoo and Fantasy Draft are still, when they came about, they decided to incorporate the whole the whole thing, you know, from 12 a.m. or 12 a.m. 12 p.m. to through the Sunday night football games. So if we find players that we really, really like in those late night games, we have to definitely consider them, especially in games that are expected high total shootouts. Now, the Eagles-Falcons game did fall below, but I was all over Julio Jones, and I had said that um, I had liked him a lot, so... um, he was definitely somebody that I was going to take a look at. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to make this really quick. So I was down in the hole. Uh, coming out of last week, $27, as everybody knows. Spent $172 in entry fees this week. Pulled back $336.70. That's 164.7. Um, I'm not going to go through... GPP losses. I did have one GPP that kind of did something um, on fantasy draft, um, but it wasn't anything significant, obviously. Uh, so 164.70 was the take this week. Subtract the 27, so I'm up 137.70 uh, after two weeks. So should be a lot higher. Uh, missed the cut lines and on FanDuel last week by about average two, two and a half points. So it really, really hurt. Um, didn't play nearly enough as much volume on FanDuel this week. Uh, just kind of used whatever was left in my bankroll that I had set aside in there, uh, which was $43 used at all and gained um, much of what I had lost already back. So I'll play a little bit more. Uh, next week and try and bring that back up. Um, probably not going to play too heavy still until uh, week four when we do get our DVOA data for 2019 in and uh, the spreadsheet hits at 100%. So that's it for this week or for today. I'll be back tomorrow. Talk a little bit waiver. Take it easy.